0: The Building Freedom Podcast is created by Randy Stanbury, the founder and chief inspirational officer of 4 Level Coach. Randy is a best-selling author with 25 years of real-world experience and a load of personal and business development. He will be sharing the tools, strategies, and mindsets to help you overcome the most difficult roadblocks. Discover how you can transform your life and your business for greater freedom.
1: G'day everyone, this is Randy Stanbury with Four Level Coach, and this is the Building Freedom Podcast. Uh, welcome, and today we have no guest. Uh, we will be uh, delivering a message today that is in direct relation to the uh, coronavirus, uh, us being uh, into our second week of self isolation. Uh, Today as recording this podcast is uh, Sunday, March 29th, uh, literally into the second week of self-isolation. So uh, the idea of this uh, podcast was to leverage the time that we have off the tools. Now we are currently uh, on construction sites, construction sites are still going, so many of the trades are still in operation. Um, Many of the trades are doing a lot less work than they were previous to uh, uh, COVID-19 hitting us. Um, That being said, it is time, or it could be time and maybe should be time, that with uh, less going on and who knows what's going to happen in the next couple of weeks. I mean, I would not be surprised if in the next week or two we are in a complete shutdown um, It's almost inevitable that we're heading in that direction. So with that being said, I'm hoping that we're going to be able to provide you with uh, 10 insights today on various aspects of your business to be working on your business while you're not in your business. Now, this is a podcast, not just for the coronavirus time. It's not just for our self-isolation. It's not for a shutdown time. It's literally content that you can use anytime in your business to start working on it and not in it. These are insights to allow you to start thinking differently about how you're spending your time when you're not on the tools. And if you're not on the tools, this is the time. Now, in a couple of our uh, different groups, we've had people come to the table and say, um, you know, I remember distinctly, it was one of our uh, dinner masterminds where you know uh, one of the guys that was a custom home builder actually who um, was forced to work on his business when he had fell on fell off a ladder he fell off a ladder and literally broke his back and at that time he could no longer work on the tools and was forced to work on his business the interesting thing about that is you know he recovered from that but not only did he recover his business you know exploded in the meantime and you know, strictly due to the fact that he got focused on becoming the entrepreneur in his business, becoming focused on uh, growing and driving the business, scaling the business, really becoming a true business owner and not um, having a job in his business by still being on the tools. And being on the tools, you're just continually sucked away from uh, focus on the bigger vision, the bigger picture and driving the business. So, So this is, you know, let's look at this, I'll say, as you're falling off the ladder moment. You know, if we're forced off the tools, we're forced into our homes, we're forced to isolate, then perhaps this is the time to start working on your business and leveraging the time that you have to do so. So let's dive in. Uh, Let's dive into um, number one. And what I have is number one being uh, marketing. So what is your current marketing strategy? Are you leveraging your marketing in a way that is bringing in new leads on a regular basis? Uh, Are these good new leads? Are they not? Do you have any marketing going or not? Are you strictly working with word of mouth? Um, This is a time to, in my opinion, uh, first of all, research, research and, and find an outsourced partner to help you with your marketing. Take this time to spend in researching who a good marketing partner might be. Um, We're suggesting a couple of partners right now that could work for you. Uh, Intrigue Media here in Guelph, Ontario, and as well, uh, WebRunner Media, who's in Montreal. Um, These are a couple that we've got connected to that uh, seems to be doing some really great work and great lead generation, specifically focused for the home residential service provider. Um, So that being you guys out there, Uh, Perhaps one of them could be a good fit for you. Not advocating necessarily one or the other, but certainly start doing some research in that regard to see if you can find your outsourced partner. The other is content creation. I mean, what better time when you're not on the tools to be thinking about building some good content, Uh, thinking about um, putting together some blogs. Uh, You know, I believe that if we can create enough blog content We can then start looking at how do we use those blogs in other ways. And I'll get into that in a second. But some other uh, content creation can be newsletters. It can be videos. You know, what videos are you putting out there uh, to help you create a presence in the marketplace, an expertise in the marketplace, some expert positioning? You know, so those are a few elements of some things that you can start doing from a content creation standpoint. And when we look at blogs, I think blogs can be turned into um, simple automated email marketing campaigns. You now, if we were to add value to your present uh, clients and/or new prospects, why not send them your blogs? If you had blogs written, and send your blogs on a you know every uh, monthly basis, every two weeks, send them a new piece of content that adds some value to their lives and something that they might be looking for at any given time. And this is something that, you know, it takes time to do. It's time that you typically don't have. And it's something that you can start practicing. Now, when we think about the the blogs, there's a lot that goes into writing a blog. Uh, There's no doubt that, you know, you're not all experts and you're certainly not writers um, in writing blogs out there. Uh, But there are a few different ways you can go about that. Uh, We have a training that we've uh, put onto our Facebook group and it it goes it dives deep into blogs. And the reason we've created it and we've recently created it is for this time right now. So that in the next couple of weeks, if we're on a full shutdown, and you find yourself locked in your home, not able to be out doing the good work that you do. And think about the blog creation, but maybe you want to join our uh, private Facebook group, join that community Get involved in one of the trainings and learn how to go about writing great blogs and find some tools, tips and strategies to do so. So if you're interested in doing that, uh, you can go to uh, contractorsbusinessgroup.com. That's the contractorsbusinessgroup.com. It'll lead you right to uh, our private Facebook group and and, uh, ask to join. Um, Some other things to do with marketing is uh, metrics. Um, Do you know your marketing metrics? Uh, If you have marketing happening right now, do you understand, do you clearly know the cost of an acquisition right now? Um, This is the time to dive into understanding some of these analytics that you have at your fingertips. Understand, you know, what you're spending on marketing and how many new clients are you generating from those to come up with a cost Per acquisition that your marketing is generating, if it's not generating the right number of leads and new acquisitions for the dollar you're spending, then you need to really consider about improving that marketing. Maybe using a uh, a new outsourced partner, uh, maybe shifting gears, maybe taking it from you know Facebook ads to LinkedIn. Maybe you're doing more business to business than you are. Uh, business to consumer. Whatever the case is, we need to be doing some analytics and see what's working and not working. And certainly now's the time to be doing that. And I would jump from marketing into sales. Um, sales. And you know, before I even get to move into sales, I should uh, make sure we have a note here that, um, you know, any of this stuff is just some ideas. There are lots and lots of things that you can be doing with your marketing beyond what we're talking about here but what we're hoping to do is just start the the ball rolling on some new brainstorming that you can do start getting into you know what you should be focused on and what you could be focused on moving forward to really take some new insights into uh, into how you can not only survive through this COVID time uh, but thrive coming out of it thrive coming out of it and beat your competition who is not focused on this stuff, who is not focused on marketing, who is not focused on uh, selling and the prices and processes and sell uh, systems that we're going to get into here shortly. So um, we'll jump to the next one. Number two is sales. You know, analyzing and challenging your current sales system. You know, we all have a sales process, a sales system that we're working with today. Um, it may not be one that you have kind of... Um, let's say, consciously put together, but you certainly have a system of the way you sell today. Is it working? How well is it working? You probably know in your gut some of the things that you need to add to your sales package in order for it to close more deals and convert better. Um, Do you know what those things are? Do you know your metrics, again, from a sales perspective point of view? Are you understanding of the number of leads that you get To the pricing that you put out and to the number of closes that you actually get so what are you what is your conversion rate do you know that conversion rate if you looked in the past if you did some digging could you come up with your conversion rate during this time you know sales package improvement you know i think any company out there with a a sales package of any kind knows that it can improve its sales package it's a matter of where and what areas need to be improved You know, digging into that and uh, maybe working with a graphic designer during this time, maybe taking something that, uh, you know, you have had that uh, is working well, but you know that there's another level to this. You know, can you take it to that next level while you're off? You know, um, the work using and, and adding video to some of your sales process. One of the things I'm a big, big advocate of right now is the introduction video. So, you know, we if we went through a bit of a sale, the sales process, you might have an initial sales contact via phone or email uh, prior to your first meeting with a new client. Before you go and meet with that new client, how about putting out an introduction package, a digital introduction package via email? You know, it could be something that you have, um, uh, an introduction from you as the owner or the president of the company. Uh, it could have a number of different pieces that introduce your team, uh, that talk about your unique process of how you do business. could just simply be an introduction email, um, but also outlining perhaps what they can expect from you and your team when you show up and how you do good work. You know, how is that going to help you convert by having an intro video and an intro package that gets sent to them before you even show up to meet? Um, that's not something that your, your, your current competitors are doing. You are going to stand out. You'll be known as an industry expert, and it certainly helps with your expert positioning.
0: Um,
1: operations, you know, your operations process video. Uh, Could you put together a video, an outline of your entire process of how you do the work that you do? Can you lay it out step by step so the client understands what they can expect each step along the way so they get to know, like, and trust you in the process? Again, prior to you even showing up and meeting with them on the, you know, from the start. So, you know, if you had some great content that you created in your marketing and you increased your sales package and had an introduction package ready to go when we come out of this coronavirus and we're able to hit the streets and then even afterwards uh, when we're working on our business if we had these elements what does that do to increase your game increase your conversion rates and grow the company now if we have that sales package we then have to look at our pricing. Is our pricing profitable? Um, And this is number three, pricing. Pricing profitability. You know, review past jobs. Have we been looking at estimates to actuals? Can we go back in history and see the good work that we've been doing? Is it actually being profitable? How well do we know that? Do we need to increase our prices? Are we not converting well enough or perhaps we're, we're converting our sales too well that our pricing is too low. So let's come out of this with a real, real good understanding of where our pricing should be and where it needs to be in order for us to be profitable, sustainability, uh, scalability, and growth at a percentage level that makes sense. You know, so that being said, we need to be figuring out what our overheads and our break-evens are do we know what our overhead costs are do we know what our break even costs you know do we know what our gross profit margins are you know at the end of the day if we don't understand our financials and understand them well enough to be able to spit them out at any given time every time we're asked you should know that you 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 have to know that when you're running a business and growing your business so this is the time to understand your financials on a level where you can start looking at the pricing differently than you have in the past and say, it's not just about, you know, taking, uh, you know, it's gonna take me X amount of hours. So let's throw a number at it. Let's make sure that we're profitable in the meantime. Um, Let's get into number four, our processes and systems. Um, You know, this is a great one. This one entails uh, a lot of thinking, uh, a lot of work, a lot of effort. Um, but again, when we're off the tools, this is the time you get to do that. When you're on the tools, there's never any time to do this, but improving the way you do business, the way you operate, the way you show up on job sites, um, and starting to think about the client experience in your processes, really understanding what's the experience from the client's point of view of how they do business with you not from a perspective of managing upset and making sure that um, we can keep them happy enough to have you back, but really have them go, shit, these guys are unbelievable. I've never dealt with a company like this that does A, B, C, and D. This is where you get to structure and show them the difference between you and your competitors. So improve your processes, improve your systems, improve how you show up on a job, map out how you're currently doing it and test every step along the way of where you can make improvements, where you can add some technology, where you can automate some uh, real touch points. You know, some that we talked about previously was that intro video or an operations process video. Whatever those things are, we need to start looking at processes and systems and know what better time than now to do that. Now, one of the processes in your business, and this is something that we hear over and over and over and over again, is there's, you know, it's, it's hard to find good people. So hiring and the hiring process has to become a real, real prioritized part of the business. So I'm an advocate today of the people pipeline know creating a people pipeline and not just a sales pipeline in your business is extremely critical without a people pipeline and only a sales pipeline you may be driving more and more new business but you can't handle the business that's coming and if you can't handle the business is coming then you're only letting it go and then your cost of acquisition has just you know skyrocketed because you're not being able to not just convert, or if you are able to convert, you're not able to actually get the work done. So you're losing that business. There's no sense losing business from a people perspective if you can create a people pipeline. And so what I refer to as that is always be out networking and looking for good new people. You may not need them today, But if you do need them today, you don't want to start looking for them today. You want to have started looking for them months and months ago. You know, we want to have a pipeline of people that you can rely on, go into, pull out, you know, the people that you want at any given time. They may be working for someone else. They may be upset. They may not be happy. And when you're ready for them, you know, because you've already met them, you know what skills they have, you know what role and job you can put them into immediately when you have that business available. So start looking at creating your people pipeline and not just a sales pipeline. So how do we fill the people pipeline? We look at this as a few different uh, uh, possibilities, let's say, of how we fill it. One is we're always out networking. So we're always out looking and talking to um, competitors people on the street um, we're always talking to um, new students coming out of schools we're always in the mix of finding the next good person to bring on to our team um, another obvious one is just looking through you know put out indeed ads um, uh, put out ads that are finding and attracting good people if you can Put that out, out there on, let's say, even a monthly basis. You do once a month, and one week out of each month, you fish for seeing who's interested in looking for new work or new job opportunities. Let's get two or three good resumes. And part of our process that we advocate to go through is get that resume, make sure it's somebody that you want to talk to, have the initial phone interview, understand what are their skills, their qualities, their their personal attributes? What work do they want? Do you have that type of work in your business? Then are they a right fit? If they feel like they're a right fit, then perhaps go to the next level of bringing them in and doing an initial meet and greet. Um, at that point, you again may not have the work ready to go for them, uh, but you have built the relationship so that in one month, two months, three months, six months down the road that you can pull back and get into that pipeline and go back to, you know, this guy who had all the right attributes and was unhappy where he was at the time. Now he may be in a different role and he's gone now, but you know, we're in a lifetime business here. Over the next five, 10, 20 years, that person may be available and he's in your pipeline. We need to be building that pipeline out. So we have networking, we have indeed ads to bring people in. And then we have, which I think is a really interesting one, are working with subtrades. You know, work for the one and two person subtrade that you know, is often frustrated with their business. Um, if you start working with them and you have a business that is solid, growing, exciting, and you're attracting good people to your business, it's not only about finding good people, but attracting good people, then really what you're doing there is having uh, an, an opportunity to really pull in a contractor that's out there on his own, suffering, unhappy, frustrated, overwhelmed, and tired of running his own business and may say, you know what, I just want to pack it in and come work for you guys, you know. Um, that's another way of finding good people. And the reason I know this works is because I've seen it work over and over and over. You know, there's many people out there, maybe like yourself, even at this moment, that are frustrated in your own businesses and would would almost pack it in if you had the the right opportunity. You know, my suggestion is don't pack it in, take it to the next level, do the things that we talk about in our groups and in our programs, and you will get past this. Um, but be the one to find and attract the ones that need the help and help them by bringing them into your organization. That's the people pipeline. Um, Start thinking about how you create that and get on the bandwagon of filling that pipeline and creating the system to do so. Now, once you have some great people in your pipeline and in your organization and you start hiring these people on board, we now need the right training systems, you know. So, often, and I'm going to say, you know, 90% of the time we throw people into the mix because we need them so quickly that we don't have time to do any training whatsoever. And then we get pissed off because we're putting good people into our businesses that don't operate the way we want them to. Yet we didn't give them a stitch of training, you know, so let's consider the fact that we need to look in the mirror And we need to take responsibility for training these people properly to um, do the work that you want, act how you want them to act, you know, conduct themselves in a manner that is fitting for your, you know, core values and culture that you've created in your business. You know, that is a really important mix of um, training someone to become a great employee for you. You know, let's not get pissed off at them when they're, not doing the things we want when we haven't trained them properly so you know more often than not we don't have training systems in place so what better time than now when we've fallen off the ladder or when we've or when we've uh, um, been forced into a shutdown situation as we may have coming up in the next week or two here so consider the training and the fact is if you're not being forced off the tools you might want to force yourself off in another time in our, you know, in our near future, that's not COVID-19, not a broken back situation, but just a situation of, God damn it, I need to increase and take my business to the next level. So these are the things I'm going to start working on. So training definitely is critical. Um, Document your training system. Be consistent with training. Train people the way you want things done, not the way that they necessarily have have done things for years and years and years now they may have tips and 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 some strategies about how they accomplish work far better than you do and you may want to look at what they do to take and put into your training system for future be open-minded you know be open-minded with the people that you're training understand how they do things but make sure that how your operation works is cohesive and everyone's doing and acting in the same manner. That's how you create scalability in your company. Uh, number seven, we get into uh, software. If you're not using software in your business today to make it more effective, more efficient, now's the time to maybe investigate some software. You know, figure out what software could help your business. Um, what could help you take go to the next level. You know, Builder Trend is, seems to be the obvious one for, you know, custom home builders, uh, renovators, you know, if you're, if you're not using a builder trend type software, what other softwares are out there that you want to investigate? Maybe, you, you know, maybe you've maybe you had a bad experience with builder trend, and you want something else, whatever the case is, make sure you're using something that creates efficiencies within your operation. But now's the time to investigate that. And if you have software that you are currently using, let's not underestimate the time right now and the value that it brings to increase the utilization of that software. I don't know anyone that's using any piece of software at 100%, it just just doesn't happen. You know, you might be, you know, if you're dirt honest with yourself, you might be utilizing your software at 20 or 30% of its capabilities. Maybe you're, you know, on the high end, you're using it at 40 or 50 or 60% of its capabilities. Whatever the case is, think about increased utilization of that software, utilizing more pieces of it to become more effective and more efficient. Software is not to be underestimated during this time. So please think about that. Uh, Number eight, let's get into contracts. Contracts and agreements. You know, I've, I've heard a thousand times that, you know, Guys that need to work on improving their contracts or creating contracts if they don't have any contracts at all, um, creating some agreements that they may need to have um, on board that they they do not have currently. Change orders, you know, change orders are happening. You know, changes happen all the time, but how often do we not have change orders and we get into messy, sticky situations with our clients? Uh, it's just unnecessary um and it's only unnecessary because we're not taking the time to you know make sure that we have the proper contracts, agreements, and change orders on hand so I mean, to me, this is a great time to consider you know what contracts are needed, what contracts improvements do I need, maybe I need to relook at my change order. Um, because you've ran into a number of problems with it in the past, but you just haven't had the time to fix those things. Utilize this time now. Make those changes. Get these things fixed and up to date so that you can come out of this time stronger than you went into it. Uh, number nine, we get into uh, subtrades. You know, Subtrades is very similar to our people pipeline. So I want to consider subtrades as a subtrade pipeline. You know, who is in our sub-trade pipeline? Who are the great trades that we have? What are the great attributes of the great trades that we have? You know, if we had more of those trades, what would that look like? How would your business operate? Could you find more of those trades? Perhaps right now is a great time to start investigating some more trades. Reach out to more sub-trades right now. Perhaps we need to create a... We'll call it a, a marketing piece that attracts more subtrades, uh, better subtrades, better level of subtrades. So perhaps it's time to look at your great subtrades, you're not so great, and your bad subtrades. You know, what are the characteristics that each one has? And maybe now's the time to start developing some better trades for your sites, better communication. Maybe some of that communication lands on you. Maybe that's in your processes and systems that need to be improved so that you communicate better with your subtrades. Your subtrades really understand your expectations. Now, this is a a big part of the discussion that we have um, with our clients all the time at Four Level Coach is making sure that, one, we're vetting a subtrade properly, that we have a vetting system um, two, that we have a proper agreements that we set up with these sub-trades and that they understand our expectations. Uh, we go through a tool called Dive, Survive, or Thrive. We want to look at having a proper vetting system for our sub-trades. Let's make sure that we have a vetting system that weeds out immediately without even bringing them onto a job site the trades that you know Will not be a trade that you're going to be um, able to utilize on your sites because of who they are, how they operate their business, you know what their core values are, what they, wh- how, how they operate or act or even their phone mannerism. Um, they have to be operating their business at a certain level in order to be on your sites or be ordered to be working with you. Um, that has to be clear. So creating a vetting system during this time, I think is a very valuable tool, um, setting up proper agreements and lining up the expectations. What are your expectations? Because I think for the most part, and I've seen this a million times, that we are not clear about the expectations we have for our subtrades. Therefore, our subtrades are doing the work they're doing. They think they're doing a great job, but they're not meeting our expectations. But if you haven't been clear with those expectations, then I don't know whose fault that is. I certainly wouldn't be pointing the finger at them. I'd be pointing it more at myself. You now, it's got to be more at ourselves. We have to be taking responsibility for being clear about how we want things done and to the level that we want those done. And if we're not clear with them, then we need to be looking in the mirror again, folks. And a rating system. I think all trades should be rated whether you do it on a scale of 1 to 10 or a 5 star or however you want to create your rating system, it's making sure that the trades understand what their rating is at any given time based on the expectations and the criteria of doing good work for you. So think about this time right now to create a rating system of some kind. Um, Certainly in our uh, Facebook group that we talked about earlier, uh, which, again, I'll remind you, is the contractorsbusinessgroup.com if you want to join us there. But we will have uh, trainings on you know, creating rating systems, vetting systems, um, uh, the people pipeline. Most of what we talked about here will go deeper um, as that uh, group builds for sure. This is all trainings that is, in my mind, critical to developing a great business that's scalable. And I'll get into the last piece here. It's a, a pretty simple one. We refer to it as feeding time. This is feeding time for you, the entrepreneur in your business. It's to really uh, increase the level of your knowledge as a business owner, um, running the business, a business person, an entrepreneur. Um, it's it is constantly feeding yourself your brain with great content with insights with strategies with tools with tips reading books listening to audio um listening to this podcast is uh, is a great uh one of those pieces of feeding time and we advocate that we get into a process of doing that on really a daily basis whether you you know take the weekends off and do it five days a week um, use your drive time to do that. Um, you know, uh, morning time. I always like to start a morning with uh, reading a chapter or two from, from some great book that with some uh, insights and some content. Um, and I also do a whole lot of, uh, of audio listening. Um, I've ripped through hundreds and hundreds of audio books over the course of time. So I'm a big advocate of um, Audible Audible is an Amazon. Uh, You can get it through Amazon. It's like $15 a month. It'll give you one free book uh, a month. Um, Some of the feeding time that we would, uh, you know, certainly direct you to is is our own book, is the uh, Small Business Freedom Formula. Uh, The Small Business Freedom Formula is uh, the seven steps to growing and scaling your business and creating the freedom that you want. Um, Ultimately, that book will give you the step-by-step to create everything we've talked about here and obviously a whole lot more. Um, and listening again to, uh, to this podcast and others is a great way to increase your feeding time. So we've gone through um, uh, whole lots of insights that you can work on over the next uh, you know, several weeks uh, because I think we're going to be in this for the next several weeks. Uh, hopefully we don't get into a shutdown, a complete shutdown, and businesses are able to operate but if this is your falling off the ladder moment please take advantage of that time leverage this time to create a business that's far stronger that thrives and not just survives as you come out of this time um, i wish you well um you know contact us at any time info at fourlevelcoach.com um, we're also putting out a 10 blog challenge uh, if anybody wants to or wants to find out about what the 10 blog challenge is all about um you know just uh email us, email us at info uh, at fourlevelcoach.com and we'll uh, give you some insights into the 10 blog challenge during uh this uh coronavirus time but um, more so it's it, we should always be thinking about all of the things we've gone through on this podcast and uh, unusual episode with just myself. We'll do more of this in future. Uh, thanks for listening. I um, uh, can't wait to get to uh, on the next one and we'll, we'll see you soon. Thanks.
0: If you enjoyed today's podcast and would like to learn more about how to get off the hamster wheel of your business, visit us at fulllevelcoach.com level forward slash learn more. You can access tools, that will help you enjoy more time money and freedom in your own business you can also book a strategy session with our owner and entrepreneur randy stanbury thanks for listening